everybody. This is Andy Clodfelter. And this is Lisa Monahan. And you're listening to 90s Court. That, that dude's got some. You got lungs, Andy. Ooh, uh, you got a nice. It's... You got a nice set of lungs. Do you ever just got... walk up to someone as a as a like a pickup <laughs> line? Like, ooh, girl, you got a nice set. What do you mean? You nice ever... set of lungs. <laughs> you let me take a look at your lungs. Oh my god, that sounds like that's the most serial killer, serial killer. Shit yeah, I've ever said. But hey. in my in my defense, I'd be a little intrigued. I'd be like. Do tell. This is like, Go please on. tell me more. I've got a big time thing for serial killers. For which sure. It's, it's so funny that Lisa is such a huge true, true kind person. Is like, we're going to do a podcast about just fucking nonsense instead. Yep. Well, I mean, you know your market, right? It's yeah, the the podcast market is is mercifully saturated with true crime podcasts. Yeah. So everybody everybody is screaming at the top of their lungs. We need more 90s court style podcasts. Asking I mean, sure, you shall we're receive. First, we're the first and only, to my knowledge. Um, That's true. I'm sure there are other. I mean, there's other '90s po- podcasts, but hey, gang, gang, hey, everybody, listeners, um, jurors, we are so excited to be back with you um, because we took a week off, and we all appreciate so much that you guys didn't just say, "Well, we're done with you. Goodbye." Yeah, for sure. It was a. It was. A, I had four adult men on top of my whole family, come and stay with us. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to use the Wi-Fi <laughs> whenever I have that many people uh, staying with us. So thank you for your patience. Just but boy, do I feel like I felt like an arm was missing. Like I didn't have the outlet I? I needed. She's yeah. been having bad balance all week. She's just like I've been running into like walls. Um, yeah. But, but no, how's, how's your past uh, couple weeks been aside from that? It's been eventful, uh, to say the least. But yeah, we had we had my husband's a game developer, made a game called Brigador on Steam, um, and his whole team descends upon our house every November, and it's just debauchery. And there were a lot of pies, and that's what it was for like nine days straight. Question: <laughs> What is it? Just PC? Uh, no, no Mac Linux PC. Mm-hmm. No, I just meant. I'm sorry. I guess meant. Oh, 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 you meant, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, it is, yeah. Computer, computer. Okay. Okay. Just curious. Cool. Well, I've been, um, gosh, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Just like, just a, just a horrified shut in. Like my entire life (laughs) is based around (laughs) 90s court. And so when we stopped, I was just like, where do I, what do I do with my hands? You go adopt a puppy. That's what you do. And then you come back into the podcast and be like, all right, and we give the puppy back. That's well, that's that. Yep. That's what we encourage here at 90s court. I'm a cat person. So, okay. So you like me less now, don't you? I I like, I like you less as a person overall. Yes. Um, So uh, we're going to do things a little differently here today. Um, Lisa and I have a couple things we'd like to talk to you about. Before the mm-hmm. break, um, some fun 90s adjacent things or childhood memory type things that we'd like to go over. Yeah. And, and thank uh, you, Andy, for, for being like willing to flip flip it and reverse it on this podcast. I was like, let's just try it on like a nice new pair of pants. I, What's I it like to do court after the break? I like it how you like and you thanked me so profusely. You're like, thank you so much for doing this. You're so <laughs> accommodating. I'm like. Listen, like it literally, it's literally nothing. It's there's literally like I could give less of a shit which order we do them in. But so we're trying out that, see how that goes, and we'll uh, and we'll be bringing you our fun court case after the break, which we're not going to say out loud on the podcast, despite the fact that it's literally the episode title. It's true. You're going to know exactly what it is before. For sure. So 
so I'm I'm kicking off with my thing, right? Okay. Yes. Guys, okay. I have been dying to talk about this for a really long time. I'm going to take my hand out from in front of my mouth so you can still hear me. I have been dying to talk about this for so long. Um, as a girl who was born in the 80s, grew up in the 90s, and well, basically any girl for like the last several decades, I played with Barbies. All right. Which now looking at myself in this video that we're recording, it's like, oh, you used to play with Barbies. Okay. Interesting. Um, I definitely did. And they were all, I mean, they had all kinds like, I'm going to talk on a lot of Barbies over the course of this show eventually, but my main girl was gymnast Barbie. Okay. And this is, I will, I will preface this by saying I surprisingly could find nothing about this Barbie online. Like I, I Googled, I went to the Barbie website. I was like, Anything short of eBay listings, nothing. I was like, fuck you. I'm going with my heart and my brain and my soul for this one. Like, I'm going to tell you what Gymnast Barbie was to me, even though Mattel fails to give me any information about it, okay? The reason Gymnast Barbie was so fucking important to me was because that bitch finally had elbows that did like oh this. Oh, my gosh. And then she had knees that, pretend this is a knee, that was like, Bent, but in the right direction, not in a painful direction. Yeah, I was going to say, the way you were about to do it, I was like, are you going to do like full range of motion? Because yeah, this that is, yeah. hurts my knee thinking about it. Traumatic basketball injury style. <laughs> um, so up until, okay, where are my notes? I got to focus. <sighs> Somewhere between 93 and 95, Mattel's Barbie released Gymnast Barbie. And Andy, she had bendable joints and holy shit, what a game changer that was. And she was dressed in this like neon pink leotard which is like so obvious for for gymnast barbie and she she had the she had little plastic dumbbells which like you know your little sister who was me little sister ate them like immediately and then she came with like a little duffel bag which you lost immediately as well and then like streamers (laughs) that like your cat played with and then they were just gone seven minutes after you opened the box right um because she's a gymnast and you have You're all that making shit. a really strong pitch for why this is so good. You're like, okay, because it's this doll that all of their accessories disappear. It was ne- Barbie is never about the accessories. She, you could, you could get the, you could open her from the box, strip off all her clothes, and she just stay naked for the next seven years, and that's fine because she's still rad. Like you could find something to put her in, but inevitably you're just gonna like make a tissue paper dress for her at some point, or maybe I did because we were kind of poor. Um, but okay. You don't understand what it meant to find she to my understanding because I couldn't find any proof of this, but to my understanding, she was the first Barbie that had the joints that actually bent because up until that point, all her arms and legs were like, imagine you took silly putty out of the container and you left it on the counter for three weeks and you go to bend it. And that's what bending a Barbie leg felt like. It didn't feel good. So when she finally had the arms and legs, you're like, this is fucking awesome. And you would like make her do, you know, like squats because she could never do squats before because of her silly putty legs. And oh, she was okay. Okay. I know. I have a lot so of emotions about every every little girl's dream was to make Barbie do squats. Yeah, like you yeah. need to get thick. You need to get thick down there. Come she on, could go. Do, she could do like cat cow. She could do you know front front bend over or like I don't know what they call that front walk over. I don't remember what the gymnast thing. Here's the thing. Gymnast Barbie meant a lot to me because a she had the bendable arms and legs, and b I always wanted to be a gymnast because that was what the cool girls did. I wasn't cool at all, 
but I was also way too tall and way too big and I could not be a gymnast. Like I, I, tr I was in like a single gymnastics class and I was like, oh, I'm like 50 pounds heavier <laughs> than everybody else. Like trying to do tumbling on the, on the springy floor. It's like, boom, 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 boom. It's like, that's not, that's not cool. So I lived vicariously through my gymnast Barbie. Um, but like, I definitely remember that my cousin Stacy had either I had my gymnast Barbie and she also had one or she, I had it and I would bring it over to her house and we would play. There was like a gymnast Stacy, which was her little sister and Stacy, my cousin Stacy would obviously have gymnast Stacy. And like, I'm pretty sure I lost friendships over how like protective and possessive I was over gymnast Barbie. Um, I'm imagining first like first time play dates of like a kid coming over and you just like beating the piss out of her when she tries oh, to yeah. fuck with your doll. Like don't fucking touch her elbows. Like if you break that shit, you owe me 17.99. Like I'll kill you. I'll I'll just I'll just kill you. I've killed people for less. So 17.99. Um, As a kid, I forget. Like that's the greatest thing is remembering how like dollar amounts like that like back oh, yeah. then were just like the most because it's like i don't have an income so like 17.99 you're like i gotta wait till freaking christmas or some shit yeah till i get this or like really sweet talk your mom you know do something you know yeah. plan like you know that you're going to i don't know in the 90s that would have been kmart so being like i know we're going to kmart today so like offer to take out the trash you know do some super sweet shit and then you know that when you go in there you're like maybe i've earned an 18 dollar piece of plastic but her Jamie, joints bend mom yeah. this is Jamie very broke important. my shit <laughs> Jamie broke my. It's true, last time. but like, but also, I need to talk about this. The one thing that I know every '90s girl had, or every well, every girl again, I shouldn't say every girl has probably had the conversation of, do you still play with Barbies? You know, like, like, Wait. like the conversation you have at school with some of the girlfriends, and and like you'll be talking about your Barbie, and then one of the girls will be like, "You still playing with Barbies?" And it's like, it's uh... it's amazing to me, like looking back on a lot of things as a kid that like. I guess it's just because of other people like that. I was like, I'm too cool for this. And you're like, no, like in retrospect, I'm like, you absolutely, you were like on the young range of people like for this thing. Like I remember yeah. like I was like six and I was like, fuck Sesame street, mom. I don't, yeah. <laughs> like I don't, I'm like, that is for kids and I'm fucking like six and I'm just so too cool for it already. I just, yeah, I, I don't, I don't like those. Like looking back, we're all going to have that. All kids are going to have that conversation. There's something that ties them to their childhood and like their, the real youth that gets is extinguished by some bitch in the fifth grade mm -hmm. cafeteria. I, but I played with gymnast Barbie probably like even at well after that conversation. Cause she was so yeah. fucking cool. Um, and yeah. And Go I've ahead. said that, and I've, I say it a lot, and I've said it today even to somebody. Like, I think it was just because it was kind of like – it was one of those things where, like, people were just giving me a hard time about something. Like, mm -hmm. um, And I said – I was like, oh, cool. I was like, well, we're not in high school, and people just do things that make them happy. So, like, fuck off. Like, I literally – Just I'm be like, happy. Just fucking like, be happy. If you want to yeah. fucking play Pokemon for – like, if you grew up with Pokemon and then – you like cosplay as a Pokemon character and then now you're 41 and you're still playing at the park across the street from my fucking house doing Pokemon. Oh yeah. What's it called? Pokemon go. go. You're still doing, but like fucking do it. Live your life. Be happy. Life's too short to be fucking upset about this. I'm dropping the F bomb a lot tonight, but I want everyone to be happy. And Jim, this Barbie just... matters a lot to me. <laughs> and I'm pointing my finger. Cause I'm very serious right now. She's, she's pointing at me. Like, I'm just like, I, I don't play Pokemon she's Go across to, the street from your house. Leave me yeah, alone. Yeah, she's coming to Illinois soon, and I'm terrified of like touching her Barbie. Don't. I'm not bringing her. You will not. You will not touch her. 
So anyway, I couldn't find any information. I don't have a whole lot to offer other than my pure burning emotion. But that's the one thing I've been needing to talk about for a while. I'll allow it. I'll hand this this mic off to you. That was me grabbing the baton. Hey, everybody. It's me, Andy. (laughs) Welcome back. Um, so, so yeah, so mm-hmm. I, I wanted to do something a little bit different than I've done in the past. Cause most of the times for these, like my things are usually me completely busting on some, uh, I'm going to make fun of these probably still, but yes. like most of the time they're video game things, but I am going to talk about some things that I remember, like, I don't know, I, I guess I'll start with the first one. Okay. So the first thing, um, these are both quote unquote school supplies or things that are school adjacent. Okay. Um, so number one. Um, is 10 color rainbow pins. Yes. Someone just gave those to my kids at a birthday party the other day and they were out of their fucking minds. It is, it is the thing that you're like, why, like, why had science failed us until this point? And they finally have come around. Like, this is like the Tesla of the nineties. Like we finally (laughs) figured out the science behind it. Yeah. Except we hadn't is the, Oh, we (laughs) had the problem. Here's the thing. So this is basically like it is one of those things that like you were so excited to get one of these as a kid or whatever, like mm-hmm. and, and have it because like other people have it and you're like, oh, my gosh, like they can write with like basically any color. And, um, you know, here's the thing. As a guy, like as a boy or whatever, it was one of those things that like I wanted it. But at the same time, I couldn't let like other cool guys know that I wanted this, you know. <laughs> um, and again, I say cool guys, and I'm like in third or again like fourth grade or something like that okay. when these were at least around for me. So, um, but yeah. So now the main purpose of these items, as you, if, for those of you who don't know, so it's a imagine a like a like a cylinder, like a wider cylinder, like a very thick pen, basically. That's like mm-hmm. I don't know, probably like. 10 times the width of the width of a normal pen it's, it's pretty huge. it's beefy it's a beefy boy yeah. like yeah. you you might get you might confuse this for like a vibrator or something like that or like i don't know Cha-ching. I, yeah so anyway cheers to that so, <laughs> cheers to that um so but it, and then it has on the side of it around the around the circle of the cylinder 10 individual little pull down things with springs yeah and so you pull down the color you want and that pen comes like basically a little like a elastic kind of pen comes out of the main hole like like wanky wanky it's like a it's like a clicky top pen but it's a shitload of colors and so the main purpose of these for me was trying to click down all of them at the same time like and i don't (laughs) i don't wait oh yeah okay okay everybody at some point did that like of course we did everybody tried to at least click multiple ones at the same time Mm -hmm. which was just like i need to figure out how to fucking destroy this piece of (laughs) this masterwork as quickly as possible because the problem was was that you used one color because you're like, oh, this is a normal color. Like, for example, black. Like, if I'm going to use black pen because, like, I need it because I have to actually write on something real, mm-hmm. um, that ink would run out, I swear, in, like, 30 seconds. Like, I think yeah. these probably had the least ink per You open it thing. up and you can see, like, your finger – where's my fingernail? Your fingernail width of, like, ink in each yeah. container. It's like, why? Why even bother? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, like – and so you'd be done with the color, and you're like, well, that color is completely gone. And then you'd try another one, and then that'd be gone. And then, like, there'd be other colors. I'm like, I'm not writing in fucking orange. Like, that's just not going to happen, you know? So there were a lot of colors that I just never ended up using. But let's face it. Before you ever ran out of ink, 
which was unlikely because <laughs> inevitably what happened was these fuckers jammed and would just stop working. Like yeah. inevitably, like the technology just we we were we we peaked too soon. We tried we tried <laughs> we shot for the moon and we, we sh- fell short. <laughs> we fell short. Can I can we, I can I provide a quick update on this? Yes, because my yes. my children were given these like three mm-hmm. weeks ago at a birthday party as part yeah, of their party re- favors. Remake. Them, um, yeah. it's been what thirty years since then. We haven't mm-hmm. we haven't improved the technology. They still jam. <laughs> they still jam immediately. Like they the kids started freaking out because it would just get stuck on like blue. Who wants blue? Yeah. Get stuck on blue. I was like. Just threw it right in the trash can, like back to the '90s with your trashy shit. It's like, well, I'm out. So yeah, it's 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 literally like, it's like basically like the rockets that we took for the Apollo <laughs> missions, and we're just like, this is fine. We'll just keep using these forever, and just never improving on them. Like, we're yeah. gonna bring them back, bring them back in 2019. Um. So anyway, so yeah, so these that was my first thing. Uh, mm-hmm. The other thing, um, these were not '90s things, but they are something that filled my childhood with joy. Okay. And I think were very very popular in the '90s. And these were called, the brand is Mr. Sketch. Mr. Sketch. Okay. Mr. Sketch, um, made by Sanford. Um, and you probably would recognize Sanford Company. And the cool thing about Mr. Sketch was <laughs> he seemed to have markers that he thought, I posit to you, what if markers not only color thick colors of of bold colors you know like like a normal marker does yeah but also smell like fucking cherries yeah like and so these are mr sketch scented markers which again these technically were created i think were created in 1965 is that how old they are yeah at least that's what they're showing is it says mr sketch i looked everywhere and it said they were created by sanford introduced by sanford in 1965 um and have been popular ever since so again not brand new but like these rocked my childhood as far as um, <laughs> these types of things. Because, like, I was thinking, I never had them. It was just one of those things where just when you went to a classroom, because it'd be a classroom where some random teacher would just have Mr. Sketch markers, and you would end up ruining the fucking markers because you would be smelling them. Like, inevitably, just leaving the caps off for so long, just letting them dry out. Yeah. And so, inevitably, like, it would go. So, here's what I wanted to go over. I pulled up a thing for Mr. Sketch's color flavor profiles okay and i don't think i ever saw any of these wild fucking (laughs) flavors that they have usually be like the four color scent which would be like cherry banana mint blueberry mint Um, i'd occasionally seen yeah oh oh oh, oh, like like pepper like peppermint or yeah Yeah, so so red yellow green blue okay um but so 12 set red cherry orange orange surprise yellow (laughs) lemon green mint Dark green, apple, um, turquoise, Ooh. mango, mango, fruit, fruit, fruit punch. They've upgraded a fruit punch. Okay, I think. Um, but light blue was kind of a weird for fruit punch. Blue, blueberry, purple, grape, pink, melon, magenta, raspberry, black, licorice. That was my least fucking favorite. I hate black licorice more than anything. Um, I like and black brown. Oh, I know brown. it's okay. It's okay. And and brown was quote unquote cola. But from my recollection, it was root beer. So I don't know. Maybe it was a different brand or something. But mm. the root beer ones were solid. Um, they got a little bit wilder because then there was an 18-color set, too. Um, oh, my God. An 18-color set. Someone gets purple. to name this stuff. Yeah. So the purple one was called Grape Medicine. Mm. That was the flavor profile. Pur- pur- purple Blue drink? Ra- purple drink, purple, for sure. Purple drink. Yeah. All right. <laughs> 
Um, some of the other ones. This is insane. There was a sick set called All American Buffet. No. <gasps> no. Red. Red was lobster bisque. You're joking. I'm, yeah, I'm not joking. Yellow was sweet corn pudding. From where? Fucking just Alabama. Lisa, you're gonna. Lisa, I'm gonna have to ask you to. Okay. I'm gonna have to ask you to sit the fuck down. <laughs> I'm, I'm throwing green. my laptop against the wall. Okay, great. Green. green bean casserole. Okay, okay. Okay, this cannot be real. Okay, blue stinky cheese maker. I don't know what that means. Pink rare steak. Brown Salisbury steak. You're joking. No, apparently not. These are colors that they created. Salisbury set, steak. Next set: movie night. Orange nacho cheese. Yellow buttery popcorn. Blue, blueberry slushy, magenta, hard candy. Okay, back up. Hard candy is not a flavor of no. anything. Hard- that is not a that is not a smell. No, hard candy is a movie about so. pedophiles on the internet. <laughs> so uh, light light brown is root beer and dark brown is chocolate mint. Weird. Mm. Um, I can't keep going on these. They're just so they're so wild. Oh, I don't know, Andy. Let's come up with our own. Uh, let's do one called um, American Outlet Mall. Okay, red is uh, Victoria's Secret Outlet. Um, pink is <laughs> Spencer's. Pink is Sp- Spencer's is brown. Spencer's oh, is for sure sorry, brown. brown. Yeah, it's green is mm, Goop or some shit. I don't. Are you familiar mm-hmm. with Goop? It's okay. That's a different uh, discussion. No. Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay. Don't worry about it. She would okay. not have an outlet store, by the way. These are awful. These are terrible things that Mr. So anyways, Mr. Sketch did to us. But here's the thing. they He did such a good thing with all of the original flavors and stuff that I forgive him. I just don't know where. Like no. that one that one all-American buffet. No. I just don't. Listen. What the fuck is sweet corn pudding? What is lobster bisque doing as a marker? Green bean stinky, casserole? I love green bean cheese. casserole, and I am 100% against this decision. I do not want to smell that I mean, on a picture. I kind of do. I think I would like my children's artwork better if it smelled like like green bean casserole. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. So, those were the two things I wanted to bring today. They are uh, just buck wild. Um, but, uh, but, yeah. So, I like I said, they're both things that I really loved as a kid. But in retrospect, I'm kind of like, what the fuck? fam are you okay uh with those colors no mr sketch is not okay mr sketch is pretty sketch like i don't i don't mr. i don't trust his decisions mr sketchy mr sketchy um, face yeah nope hey intergalactic flavors by the way <gasps> hit me what are they neon orange smoky cinnamon rocket fuel why neon yellow pineapple shooting star nope this one's the best neon green rotten melon alien ooze is i don't why do you want rotten anything that's awful what oh you know what people were just grasping for straws at that point like i don't know yeah. it's again it's always it's someone's job to get to do something like this but this person should be fired like this this is no yeah. good rock rotten yeah. alien slushy butt what was it it's, it was rotten melon alien ooze sure galactic fruit punch black raspberry moon rocks cosmic oh. pink lemonade they were di- and they were different colors too. Like it was kind of like they just had they were a little bit more funky colors that for a lot of these. So um, I will say on the holiday color set, black was smoke flavored. What? There was a Bla- holiday set and Lisa, black was smoke. And black was smoke 
that that great holiday <laughs> smell you always love. Christmas tree, pumpkin pie. The house accidentally caught on fire because mom left yeah. a candle burning and went to church. Green, green was Christmas tree. You did call that. Okay. So, <laughs> Please um, call yeah, one. Just, there was a six-color set, and one of them was smoke. I can't <laughs> believe that that was one of the six things. Like, what do people love? Accidental smoke. house fire. Accident, <laughs> <laughs> just horrible tragedies. So, um, so anyway, so that's my holy that's shit, Mister Mister Sketchberry. Andy, what a what an amazing set of ridiculous yeah. shit that you brought to the table. I'm so happy you You're brought those. Welcome. I was glad because, like I said, I was I was hesitant on the second one because of the fact that it technically wasn't made in the 90s. But man, it feels 90s very yeah. much. Well, our childhood. Like, that's how it is. But yeah. some 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 bloke, some bloke, yeah, bloke who went some to school bloke. in like 78 was like, I remember those. Like they're so much I, older than us. What if, but what if we make these markers smell like smoke? <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying the inventors. Hi, <laughs> what about what about Christmas trees and smoke flavor? The British, Dad, what are you f- the, the British holiday bringing, spirit. This is the second time I've brought forth this intentionally bad v- accent. It's okay. Again, <laughs> it's, it's still better terrible. than mine because my any kind of British Hi. accent I do is like Cockney and Australian and stupid. It's not. Or we call Cockstralian. Cox. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Cockstallion. Cock, <laughs> so um, anyway, so we've <laughs> we've done enough nonsense. I think we haven't even um, gotten to court yet. We need to break. We haven't. We need a break. Okay, let's do that. Um, this so feels weird doing it so fast, but I believe in yes. us, Andy. We're gonna break. Yes. Listen to an we're ad. Take a break. Gonna listen to an ad. We're gonna do the polls from two weeks ago. Ooh. So we still haven't gone over those yet. And then court time. The baby. ultimate court case. You guys are gonna get your money's worth on this court For case. For sure. Trust me. So hang until after the break. So we will see you in a second, or hear you in a second. You'll be here. Yep. All right, bye. All right, bye. Night is cold, is back again. Backstreet Boys are the worst of the boys. They're the worst boys. They're bad boys. They're the worst boys. I was, uh, oh, you know what? I actually wasn't Backstreet Boys or NSYNC. We'll have to do this one day. But I I was neither. I was neither. Neither team. Anyways, I just that's, that's just a news. song that gets sung on karaoke frequently. So, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. from all those karaoke's I go to. Oh yeah, kidding. I don't do that. You don't, you, but you've got the, you, but you got the set for it, buddy. You got a set. Not at, not with loud volume and not with confidence in a in front of a bunch of strangers. Um, so, that's anyways, um, <laughs> welcome back, everybody, from the break. Thank you for sticking around. For yeah, it'd be weird if you just were like, we're just here for the two side dishes and not the fucking main course. That's true. Um, so and boy, anyway. would you be sad to miss this week's court case anyway? Oh, so you would yeah. be so so many tears, so many yeah. tears. Um, so we're gonna quickly touch on the polls. Um, so Queen Lisa, um, will continue her reign as she is just doing the raddest just I'm like doing, i think i'm doing the put a queen put a the, the queen if you like to think you should have put a ring on it i think i'm doing that but i think i okay i'm really excited tonight because i've hit my microphone like four times <laughs> so i'm gonna put my left hand down i'm gonna report you for fucking abuse yeah uh um, but, so the polls from episode 16 which was don't speak i know just what you're thinking versus <laughs> I saw the sign. That's it. You've got um, a you've got a good Dave Matthews thing going on though. Do you hear Dave, it? Dave Matthews thing. 
Yeah, you got a Dave Matthews thing. I hear it now. Yeah, a real Dave Matthews thing going on. Anyways, thank you. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't speak versus the sign. Facebook said, yes, this is a very close competition. Twitter said, fuck you. So <laughs> fa- Facebook found found in favor of the defendant, Lisa Monahan, 52% to 48%. Custody so, battle. A very close custody battle, leaving once again the dad, dad, dad Andy, Dandy, um, all D- alone ooh. without without his kids. What? Dandy. Dandy. That's, Dandy. that's, uh, that's good. Dandy. It's a good portmanteau. I like Twitter, it. Twitter. I was very disappointed in, in Twitter. I even said Thank it on you, the. Twitter. I even commented on the poll. I was like, I was like, it's okay that you're just objectively wrong. Um, Twitter found uh, the defendant not guilty. By reason of insanity, 60% to 40%. Um, that was a bit more of a, a thrashing with a 20% differential there. Because um, I always think I'm like, oh, 60, 40, that's just like 10% difference. But nope, it's 10 on either side. So wah, wah. That's like 2016 election upset style right there. People just watching Twitter go down. They're like, no, no, the sign. Just, the sign, no. <laughs> not Everybody's the like, sign. not ace of base, not Nazis. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so man i mentioned elisa i just want to give a quick shout out whoever is listening on stitcher i mean like we've always had a good amount of stitcher listeners but like this past episode like i like kept watching like listens go up and everything like that and it was like everybody who was listening was listening on stitcher like it Hell is yeah ridiculous like normally apple podcast for so long had been reigning supreme and we have like we had more than twice as many Stitcher listeners than Apple Podcast listeners, which was a lot because we already have a lot of Apple Podcast listeners. So thanks, yeah. everybody, for listening. And the last episode got a ton of listens. Could have been the fact that we had two weeks for people to listen to it. But anyways. they missed us. So they missed us so much. They listened to it twice. Listen to it twice. Hmm. So. Now. And now. oh, I'm sorry, Lisa. Something just came across my desk. <gasps> I can never guess when you're going to do it, so I can't. Can you feel the love tonight? Tonight. It is where we are. Can can I outsource my song singing to you tonight? Just like like Andy, do this thing. Arabian Nights. Look at this. Look at this. I don't even have to embarrass myself. Andy is just killing it. Yeah. I, I haven't heard that songs recently though, so I'm not gonna sing your songs. Here, here's the problem. Here's the problem. I Even can if I did show sing... you the world. Yes. Thank you. There yes. We go. Okay, here's the thing. Even if I were to be like, I'm just gonna sing my song. I can't. I can't. I can't sing a Disney song jokingly. It's it's mm-hmm. real. Like I, I'm gonna be like, I'm not gonna do it, <laughs> but I would do. Cry? It. Yeah, be like, <laughs> like I. I uh. All right. Jeez. Your facial expression during that was so good. Like, <laughs> this is. Listen, okay, listen, guys, in honor of Disney Plus, we decided, and the fact that we were gone for two weeks, we were like, you know what? Throw throw all of our plans yeah. out the window. Get the big bag. Open up the big bag. Guess what, bitch? Two Disney movies. Boom. Yeah. Right in I the childhood up, feels. And, and let me tell you okay. this. I walked, up, I, I walked up to Lisa and I said, Lisa, here's some leftovers. So I'm like, <laughs> do, you think, do you think the kids will enjoy these leftover uh, cube steaks? And she said, fuck that. She just like smack the plate out of my hand and she said these fuckers are getting fillets 
And so she just started frying shit up, and we, uh, I said, all right, well, okay, I guess the kids are getting fillets. It's the perfect timing. Disney Plus just dropped whatever the fuck Disney Plus is, because I don't have it. I guess it's just all the Disney everythings. You pay more money for something that you can get for free online, winky, winky. Oh, God, you're the worst. Yeah, I am. So I have watched, just so you all know, I I have watched, obviously, The Mandalorian is amazing, and I have watched every, aside from the Spider Man movies, which are not available on there, I have watched mm. every Marvel movie. All right. Back to front. Okay. You've been so a I'm busy guy. Happy. I have busy been. guy. I, I was now. able to halfway watch Aladdin and I got notes on it. So uh Aladdin versus the Lion King, ladies and gentlemen. Prepare your butt. Yeah, well, the people know it from the title. This is Aladdin yeah. versus Lion King. You like Aladdin, you like Lion King, you like both of them. Get ready to choose your favorite kid, okay? This is some it's, hard shit tonight. It's, okay, it's a little weird that we just that we just just told them that they like it. They like both of it. You don't not you don't you don't like. <laughs> oh no, Lion King was total trash. It was totally unrealistic yeah. to give you know, uh, you know, animals any kind of like personification. Like, it's like no what dog. Were shut the up. Animals doing talking. Like <laughs> you lost like... me when the do- when the lion started talking. I was just like fuck this. I'm out. Yeah, you like both shows. All right, you like both movies, and we're gonna make it harder. Get ready. Here we go. Okay. I'm up first, right? Yes. Aladdin. Released in 92, Boom. little point of information, the 31st Disney animated feature film. Interesting. <laughs> 31st. Finger on your nose. I Finger don't on my nose. I'm very excited, Andy. It's been Lisa's, two weeks. I've Lisa's, got a lot of it. I know, like, and I'm just, I'm so happy to see all of your just random gestures you do during the episode. It's true. I Well, people have compl- or like commented on how the fact that they're like, I can tell how excited you are in some of the stuff. It's like, you don't know. You don't just understand. how excited I can get. Like the last episode, I was coming home from a retreat kind of on the slump down. Yeah. Um, bitches back. Okay. This is based on the Arabic folktale of the same name. What's up? Are you just dancing or are you just yeah, excited? Yeah, I was just dancing. Oh, I was, I was like, do it. I need your attention? Um, It's also based on the Arabic folktale, also named Aladdin. And I did not know this, but Aladdin was voiced by none other than DJ Tanner's boyfriend from Full House. Scott Wanger. If you looked at his face, you'd be like, oh, that guy. Um, but oh. DJ Tanner's boyfriend on Full House. And then the only other person that mattered was the genie, which Robin. was voiced by Robin Williams. Williams. R.I.P. Little sign in the cross. God bless you, little dude. Um, <laughs> I I know. It's a, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Um, and in watching the movie, I think I slowly but surely realized that Aladdin is just like uh, a Middle Eastern Zach Morris. <laughs> I was like, I like, I like this little Middle Eastern Zach Morris. I like his shit a lot. He's, he's cute. He's cute. Oh. He's sly. He's like, he's kind of a shit bag. Um, he's always like after the girl, even though there's only one girl. But there's a girl. And she's a very beautiful one, Princess Jasmine. Um, so the long and short of it, I've got, like I told Andy, my notes are not bullet points. They're they're like a stream of consciousness. So I uh, I apologize in advance for how this is going to go, but it's still fun. Bear with me. He is the diamond in the rough, that being Aladdin. And Jafar, um, is he's seeking him in order to get this like genie lamp that's in the bottom of the Cave of Wonders. Is that right? Um, so he's just trying to get him in there because only one, ooh, only one person can go into the Cave of Wonders, and that's the diamond in the rough. That is Aladdin. No one can get this treasure but the one dude. So Jafar is after him. Um, and then, of course, Aladdin is just some poor street rat dude. He's stealing bread with his monkey friend, Riff Abu. Raff, street, street rat. rat. And some um, this, that. I don't know how it went. So <laughs> I like the made-up lyrics. That's great. I'm really good at this. I've always been good at this. Um, yes. They're basically Agrabah's, like, most wanted for, like, walking around stealing mm. bread. Um, 
and like all the police question mark are try to behead him for taking bread it's like say, can you calm the guards. fuck down guards, guards. okay yeah i don't know just trying to straight murder him for they're bread. like hey did you did you smell bread for free i'm going to gut you yeah and you're fair. yeah like any of your future children are also mine also back in the day um in aladdin time all they wanted to do was just cut up your body like that's all they wanted oh. to do um for like minor indiscretion so like at one point jasmine the princess of Agrabah, she goes into the market and gives an apple to a poor hungry kid. And they're like, mm. okay, your hand is nine now. Like, I'm going to cut your it's, hand off it's now. It's going to be gone now. Sorry. You don't no need your hand asked. for a fucking apple. Like, that's a buck 25 for a big fat one at the store. Chill out, dog. Um, so while Aladdin. Apples. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm very passionate about this. Sorry. While it, no, no, it's fine. While Aladdin is being a street rat struggling just to survive, Jasmine is being emo about being forced to have to marry some kind of prince. At the hand of her sultan father. Um, and it's just the law. And she's like, fuck this. And runs away. And so she goes into it. She escapes the palace and goes into the city. And that's where she finds Aladdin. Who is like immediately smitten. Because duh, her big beautiful hair. Her weird triangle nose. And her triangle she's really earrings. Hot. She's really hot. All right, she's so, so mm-hmm. hot. All right. let's, let's talk about this smut. And just how... Yeah, she's, how sexy Jasmine is. She it oh it really set up like a lot of body image issues for women for years and years oh, and years. I but forgot. She yeah, beautiful. she's got she has like the midriff that's open and it's just like oh it's just and her like, waist a, is like, like a thin cylinder. Yeah, a straw like a fucking straw. <laughs> nope. So they end up running away from the police. Um, and Aladdin and Abu get captured on Jafar's orders, and then Jafar, who's like I'm gonna butcher this word, the royal vizier. I think that's right. I guess he's like the number one or number two in command behind the Sultan. And he's like, he's like, he's like, uh, he's like the king's hand, the hand of the king in Game of Thrones. Yeah. And then Jasmine is like, hey, hey. <laughs> Doesn't watch. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. I lost my place. Uh, they're captured. And then Jasmine is like, hey, hey, you asshole. Let Aladdin go. And he's like, mm, I killed him or something. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I forgot. She's just like, let him go. And then he's just like, no. And I'm, and he's like, he's dead. And they're like, oh, cool. Well. Oops. Sorry. Oops, already dead. Um, so, uh, so where's my place? Aladdin is captured and Jafar disguises himself as an old man. And he takes him to the cave to try to get him into the cave to go get the lamp. Mm-hmm. But Abu picks up a jewel or something. And then the whole cave collapses on, on them. And that's how we meet the genie. And that's, of course, Robin Williams, the most brilliant character of this whole fucking movie. He um, never had a friend, friend like, like me. That's my like country western version of that song. It was good. It was good. Um, so basically the genie is the best dude in the universe. And he gives him three wishes because he's a genie. That's what you do. Um, and Aladdin uses a wish to become a fake prince. The prince of Ali Babwa. Um, to try to impress uh, Jasmine. I lost my place. Uh, it's because he was like, why would she want to love some broke dead ass scrub like Aladdin, right? So he turns him into this prince, and then basically a lot of nonsense happens between the genie Aladdin and the Jafar because Jafar is trying to become the Sultan. Like, there's just a lot of cute shit in the middle. You so, know what? There was a lot of nonsense that went on. It's just not. It's right. not important to the plot. Yeah. Well, no, I get gonna, you. I get you. Gonna cut thirty minutes out for you. Uh, like people get lost in different places or like You're sent welcome. away. You're welcome. Let me save you some time from your childhood so jafar decides to act like a total fucking pedophile um and goes after jasmine by putting the sultan in a trance to convince him that he should be the person that jasmine should marry because that's cool he just wants to be the most powerful dude but he's like but also i want to bang your daughter who's like 15 or 16 
Not yeah. weird at all. Don't worry about it. There's also this super creepy kiss scene between Jafar and Jasmine. Um, and thanks. I hate it. It was isn't the worst. It, isn't it like a thing where she does it to like get something, steal from him? Something she does. Like She's trying to protect Aladdin, who's doing stuff stuff in the background to try to protect her. But she still does oh, it. And it's just like, I don't... It's don't. funny because she does it, and then I think he turns around and sees her anyways. And it's you're like, oh, great. So she just did that for no reason. It's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also, at this point, have failed to mention the magic carpet ride that occurred earlier, uh, where we get our exposure to I a whole new world. You Thank you, Andy. You will I'm show done. me the world. And holy shit is the song and that whole scene good. But also, I think it set the bar extremely high for young girls' expectations of dudes. Like, no dude I dated in high school had a magic carpet. Um, <laughs> that's no, no, that's what the problem was. It was like, straight up, no dude in college, not even in college, no magic carpets, just like sedans, just like hand-me-down sedans or like a shitty truck because you're in Texas. Um, a 1990 Ford Probe? Fuck you. Yeah, is that a Dodge Neon? Get the fuck out. Um, <laughs> also, I didn't have an 18-inch waist. Like, life is just not fair. This movie really hurt hurt a lot it really inches well i'm just assuming by the the drawing that's what i'm saying so she just looked itty bitty um but long story short jafar ends up being the genie's master for a while um and is like blowing through his wishes left and right because trying to become the sultan and the most powerful sorcerer Mm -hmm. um and then aladdin tricks jafar into becoming a genie because they're the most powerful people in the universe right Uh, but of course in becoming a genie he gets stuck in an itty bitty lamp and also during the scene, Jafar uses his black magic to put Jasmine in an hourglass that's filling up. Oh, like she's in the bottom right. and it's filling yeah. up with sand uh, just to kill her. Um, and from this scene, what I remember most is like when the sand is coming down and she's in the hourglass, her eyes are open and it starts filling up over her eyes and her head is like, that would hurt. <laughs> that would hurt a that lot. That would hurt so bad. Sand in your eyes would be the worst oh, way to God. go out. <laughs> Like, not the suffocation, <laughs> but how bad it would hurt. And, like, I really hope she didn't wear contacts. Yeah, at that point, she's like, why didn't they just kill me in the marketplace at the beginning? I'd have been so For much sure. easier. Yeah, take my hand. I don't need, take I don't want the sand in my fucking eye. So, anyway, Jafar is now a trapped genie, and Aladdin gets to be with Jasmine, and then the genie is set free, and it's the best thing in the universe, the end. Mm, that's it. That's the whole movie. That's it. And you also get a whole new world and never had a friend, and then Prince Ali... And things like that. Some great... I mean, like, the soundtrack is pretty solid. Obviously, Lion King is equally, if not more, amazing. I'm going to say not more, but equally as amazing. But I would say, like, the re- when you and I were talking about this, the reason I chose Aladdin was because I was like, it's a little more girly. And you were like, what are you even saying right now? But it's because the the love story is more important, I think, in this one. Like, obviously, there's a love story in The Lion King, but that one's more of, like... Uh, Scar versus Simba and I mean it's the same shit different story right different characters but I think it was a little bit stronger of battle and whatnot in The Lion King but I don't want to steal your thunder Mm -hmm. so please go for it awesome but no thank you so much that was a great presentation on Aladdin Um, I love that jam I was almost like after this thing as I told you this was one for Lisa and I where we both were like, I don't care which one we do, like, because they're yeah. both great. And so we both like, and I said, I don't care either, which is a rare thing for me because usually I'm like pretty strong one or the other. And yeah. Like, so this was a tough one for me. So, um, so hey, everybody. Uh, Andy <laughs> here. I'm um, here to talk to you about The Lion King. I did watch this movie literally today. Um, and of course, we're talking about the nice animated version. Um, I will say this. So after watching it again, 
I was a little distracted because this is something I don't know why this this is the most random thought that was going through my head the whole time was about why a movie has to be about fucking kings and queens and shit. You know what I mean? Like why like it can't be an interesting story that happens between like some just random dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know like historically, I mean the fact that this was based on Hamlet um, it was basically like Hamlet um, oh. was kind of ripped off, and I think some biblical stories as well were incorporated in there as well. But mainly Hamlet was kind of the big thing that this was based on. And okay. so obviously back then, like all like tragedies and everything like that, in order to be like meet the criteria of like a tragedy, it had to be royalty of some sort. Like so that makes sense in that sense. But like I just, I don't know why. Just the whole time I'm watching this, this is a fucking kids car. <laughs> cartoon and i'm like i'm like why do they have to be kings what is the deal why why does this have to be a lion king and also then i started thinking like this is i'm so distracted because i'm like the lion king like if you say the lion king it's one of those things that just like oh it's this own entity but then you i'm just i was thinking i'm like this is just a movie just called the king that happened to be a lion like that's basically what the title is yeah Anyways, so <laughs> aside from me just saying dumb things about this, like, <laughs> that was just kind of my mental state today as I was watching it. Um, a quick summary of the movie. So movie starts out, really epic, early epic thing where Mufasa um, is the main lion who's the king of the whole land. Um, and uh, all these fun little people um, that, that join him at the beginning. There's this scene where... Um, uh, Simba, who was played, young Simba was played by Jonathan Taylor Thomas, yes, um, was being lifted up um, by, let me see, which one was the, uh, Rafiki, Rafiki. Uh, the, yeah, the baboon um, lifting him up, which, may I say, whoever made the gif, the gif, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. of Rafiki just whipping Simba. <laughs> <laughs> Yeet, just throwing him off the cliff. The person who who got yeah who has him yeeting Simba into the thing, you are a, uh, an American hero, and I thank you. They are for um, sure listening not, to this podcast, yes, and they're getting their yeah they're getting yes. their credit. This is all they wanted was just a shout out on this podcast. Yep. Um. So so yeah. So it's it's starting out. It's basically like, hey, I'm a rebellious kid. Like, and that's the thing is like, all I'm thinking is like, man, Simba's kind of a, like a little whiny little bitch, and that's the thing is I think it's because I was in the mindset of like. This is a prince. Like, and so here, imagine this. I'm thinking about if this movie were just people instead of this, there, like, nobody would have been like, wow, it's so heart, heart wrenching. Like, so it's so emotional. Cause basically, the actual story is like Simba, the kid, ends up indirectly being related and his father dying. Um, he thinks at least. Yeah. Um, Scar, who is the uncle of Simba and the, the, the brother of Mufasa basically plans out this way to uh, to try and kill both of them, and he thinks he does. He basically causes this stampede. Mufasa has to go save Simba, and as a result of that, Mufasa is like crawling up the wall trying to go, and then Scar like grabs him by the paws and then throws him down to be run over by wildebeest. And as a result, um, Scar becomes the new king because he tells. Jonathan Taylor Thomas to piss off. So Simba runs away. Um, and basically, like, if this were a real life version of it, basically it's like, hey, this is a movie about um, this guy who is supposed to be the king and pick up the responsibilities of being the king, but instead goes on like a like a 10-year bender 
um, just drinking nonstop. Because, like, that's what it feels like is basically he's just like, fuck everything. I'm going to go live with a warthog and a... <laughs> In a meerkat. Yeah. Um, and he does. So basically, he runs off. He goes and lives with uh, with P- Timon and Pumbaa, um, who are, Timon. you know, they're, they're fun characters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, and, uh, who, uh, who, do you have the voices for them? Are they famous? Yeah, I got the voices. Yeah, who are they? Let me, let me go over the voices sure. here. So, um, Mufasa, James Earl Jones. Yes. Booyah. Jer- Jeremy Irons played Scar. Okay. Um, he absolutely destroyed that. Yeah, Matthew Broderick actually played adult Simba. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Nathan Lane played Timon. Nice. Uh, Rowan Atkinson played Zazu. I did not know that. That's Mr. Bean. No way. Yes. Oh, Fucking awesome. Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean played Zazu. Uh, JTT played Simba. Whoopi Goldberg played Shinzi, which is one of the three hyenas. Yes, They're kind of like the main hyenas. Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, Moira Kelly. Uh, I'm not familiar with her, but she played Nala. Oh, um, okay. Ernie, Ernie Sabella, I'd never heard of him, but he played Pumbaa. Okay, okay. Um, Cheech Marin played <laughs> Bonsai. You're joking. The thing was, I read on this on some of the FYIs, was that it was spo- they wanted to reunite Cheech and Chong as two of the three hyenas, but Chong was not able to do it. So they got Sabella? somebody who else instead. Bon- who was Bonsai? Oh, he was one of the hyenas? He was one of the three hyenas. Okay, yeah. gotcha. That's hilarious. Um, yeah. Robert Guillaume uh, played Rafiki. Let me see. Okay. Let me see. see. I'm trying to see who all these people are. That was a good. Like, I, I went through the cast of the Aladdin scene. I was like, I don't know these names, so I'm not going to repeat them. But yours yeah. was actually pretty So, legit. anyways. Yeah. So, that was pretty. So, it was pretty good. Pretty good list there. So. Yeah. Um, but. Sorry. I completely I'm lost sorry. I didn't mean to derail you. How dare you? So no, he was on. So he was with uh, Timon and Pumbaa. They're eating bugs, and they're basically like YOLO lifestyle. Screw all the responsibilities. And Simba was just like, I killed my dad. I, you know, I ruined everything. My mom hates me. Everybody hates me. Um, and so he's just living out in the in the jungle. And they basically montage him to age like several years. Oh, that was they just a cute show one. them like crossing this league, like this uh, log, and uh, and suddenly like he's aging and grows a mane and everything like that. <laughs> And, uh, and so, you know, in happenstance, Nala ends up finding, um, Simba out in the wild and is like, Hey, you got to come back. Everything's fucked, which it was, um, because apparently in like the matter of a few short years, I'm assuming, um, somehow Scar has just, just absolutely not only killed all of the animals that lived there, which there was just so many animals there before just chilling out. Um, but also apparently killed all of the wild, like all of the grass and all this, like everything was dead. Like everything was dark black. He also killed the sun. It was weird. Cool. Um, he's a very he's, powerful yeah, I know. lion. I like I know. just a lion. He's a bad. Yeah. And he was, so everybody was kind of pissed at Scar, <laughs> but they were trying to get money for, or not money, but food for the, for them. So Nala's like, you've got to come back. It's your responsibility. Um, Simba's like, fuck off. I'll do what I want. And then uh, Rafiki ends up coming out there and, basically uh, introduces Simba to ghost Mufasa. <laughs> oh, that's right. Who tells, yes. yeah, who basically like convinces him to go back. Um, and so he ends up going back. Uh, there's kind of like, Hey, how am I going to get in there? So like Timon and Pumbaa help out with distracting the, uh, the hyenas and everything. Yeah. They do this hula dance thing. Uh, he gets in there and basically, you know, talks to all the lions says, Hey, I'm back. Um, there's kind of a back and forth between him and Scar, whatever. Um, in the end, uh, he ends up 
basically punting Scar off a cliff, essentially. Um, and then the hyenas, who Scar had just made a comment about how they were the enemies and they were the bad guys. Um, then the hyenas viciously rip him apart. Um, they don't. They show the shadows of it, but it was still very graphic. Even the shadows were graphic. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So go Disney. Um, so yeah, go Disney. So anyway, so that was the end of the film, and everything went and got better because it. They're like, oh, it's a better lion now. So, and here's my commentary on this. Okay, and this is the thing: is everybody's like, there was nothing realistic about this film whatsoever. But like the the fact that like. The beginning when like all the animals are lined up like, oh my god, there's a lion being born. This is so good. Like, you are literally celebrating and living in a place celebrating this animal that one day will probably kill somebody in your family. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. absolutely is going to murder someone in your family. And you are just like, yes, more, more Best kids, dude, more number kids. one, number one killer. Love this dude. <laughs> I mean, in like in retrospect now when you're like, okay, the alternative was Scar who just fucking killed everyone cool on board but like the fact that before the the fact that they were uh on board with it before was weird so um this was one where i didn't want to go a lot over the story plot the plot line because i had so much cool stuff that i wanted to talk oh, about yeah. so the song the songs first off the ones that are notable the circle of life mm-hmm. boom um i just can't wait to be king so good boom so fucking good here's here's the thing the song that I quote more most often in my regular daily life is Be Prepared, which was sung by Jeremy Irons, the guy who played Scar. Um, that's the song where Scar is talking to the hyenas about how they're going to kill the king. Okay. And the reason I quote it so often is because there's like, it's always, when somebody says be prepared, I always say, prepared for what? For the death of the king. And I don't know why this fuck, I always sticks in my head and I always say it. When somebody says "be prepared," I just say that in response. And they're always the like, "I'm sorry, thing. what's? Are you gonna do? I yeah. need to call the FBI." Be prepared. The cool part I read on this on oh yeah on on um, some of the trivia things about this uh-huh. during this song. So Jeremy Irons, it was an amazing like he did. This was like his role. He killed it for Scar. Um, he sang this song like because some of the people actually you know sang themselves, um, and in this one in particular. He was singing, you know, obviously the part of Scar, and there's all the chorus playing the different hyenas. Yeah. And he, at one point, there's this line where he really hardcore is like, um, you won't get a sniff without me. I don't, it's basically like he's telling the hyenas that, like, if you don't play along with me, like, you're not going to get shit yeah. once I'm king. Yeah. And evidently, during that line, he said it so hardcore, Jeremy Irons threw out his voice i don't know how to have but he didn't have a voice so um somebody else had to sing the rest of the song like the rest of the song for him oh my gosh like they recorded part of it and then somebody else apparently was just really good at singing like and was able to like do his voice for the remainder of the song what a bananas piece of trivia i know so weird i don't know that one just blew my mind because I remember that particular line, the sniff without me, because it's like it was a pretty terrifying scene, really, in general. Um, So fun facts about why this movie is amazing. First off, highest grossing film of 1994 worldwide and the second highest in the U.S. Okay. um, Behind Forrest Gump. Sorry, they couldn't beat Forrest Gump. Womp womp. Yeah. Um, The best selling home video of all time. Interesting. That's right. Oh. Home video of all time. More than 55 million copies sold today. Holy date. shit. 
yeah. Wow. Uh, this is a whole big thing. I'm not going to go too much into it because I know nothing about it, about how this was – everybody was accusing it of being like a knockoff of Kimbra the Lion, which apparently was like – an anime manga thing or something like that made in like 1961. Okay. And Disney Disney is like, dude, we we don't know what the fuck you're talking about. There's no relation. I looked it up briefly and looked at it and I was like, oh, they're kind of cutesy and everything like that. And they show the cups playing. But I mean, other than that, like I didn't see anything terribly similar. But also that was a 30, 33 year difference. Like that's. It's... Yeah. To be like, we're finally going to get to it. We're finally going to steal this in 1994. Well, everything, it seems like everything uh, gets remade every 25 to 30 years anyway, if it's if it's that big. So it's like, who cares? Shut up. So, yeah. Yeah, but no, I mean, this. I mean, you could say, hey, this was a ripoff yeah. of, of of Hamlet, but like not, <laughs> not that. Yeah. Um, so here's the cool thing. And this was some, some of these facts I heard on, I think, um, on Black Case Diaries because they covered a lot of Disney films too. Oh, interesting. This, this film in particular... The team working on this film was Team Disney's Team B, and by Team B because um, they were kept busy while Team A was working on Pocahontas. Meaning, like this was like their second squad because they were like, "Oh, Pocahontas is going to sell better, and it's going to uh, be a no. better commercial se- no. success." I know that's the thing they thought because they're like, "Oh, this is a dumb thing about a lion or whatever." You know, you never know until you actually start making it or halfway through it. Interesting. Which it's surprising to me. I mean, because yeah, I mean, think about it. Like, who was in Pocahontas? They had some big name actors in that too. Was it uh, was Mel Gibson in that? Feels like it. Yeah, he did I a great job Johnson. voicing Pocahontas. <laughs> that was him. He He's played such Pocahontas. a great girly voice. Yeah. Uh, God. Um, okay, so all of the lion roars in the film were done by Frank Welker. Is that someone I should know? That's right. It's I don't know. It was a person. So Frank Welker was associated with this. He did all the lion roars because not a, he did. They didn't do a single recording of an actual lion because the producers wanted specific sounding roars for each lion. Oh my gosh! So they actually had him as the actor do it because that way it would sound different for everyone. Okay. Um. Let's see. So, oh, this is just goofy because I want <laughs> the lyrics for the opening chant, which is the one. Translates to, here comes a lion, father. Oh, yes, it's a lion. Here comes a lion, father. Oh, yes, it's a lion. A lion we're going to conquer. A lion, a lion, and a leopard come to this open place. What the fuck? I don't know. Why? But that's the thing. They're like, nobody's going to search. It's 1994. No one's going to Google this, Because right? Google doesn't so exist like, yet. Like, exactly. And, so they're like, fuck and it. And no one really has the internet yet. No one's gotten on, on yeah, like local chat rooms and made terrible life decisions yet. Everyone's just. Yeah. Let's check out some heavy Swahili <laughs> um, deep knowledge. Yeah. Um, so anyway. so And here's the thing. I noticed this in the movie and then I saw and it confirmed when I was reading through trivia. During Be Prepared, the part where he's in the, like, under dark place where Scar's singing along with the hyenas, mm-hmm. um, the hyenas marching are, like, in this very formal way. And I even said, I was like, this is like the Nazis. Like, and it, they confirmed, like, it was intentionally made, um, inspired by Nazi footage um, marching by Adolf Hitler on a podium, um, which is cool. I, they're basically like, we want to make it clear that... They are the bad guys. Like, there's nothing cute about these hyenas. Okay. Did one of them at some point, like, like one of his little pieces of hair, just slide under his nose and make a little, little mustache? <laughs> Scar, yes. Scar turned into tiny. Yeah. Hi- I mean, so, Scar kind of reads like Adolf was, Hitler, they, so that, yeah. that makes sense. 
Yikes. Um, so last last thing I wanted to go over, originally Scar was supposed to put the moves on <gasps> Mala. Like Jafar and Jasmine. I don't dig on this at all. Yeah. Gross. Uh, and this thing is, now that I know that, I forgot that, that Jafar did that with Jasmine, but he was totally supposed to do that, like, and do, like, romantic approaches, and then leave, and that was why Nala left, was supposed to have left to go meet Sim- and met Simba, but instead they just kind of were like, oh, she was looking for food or whatever, and that's how she ran into him, but... Um, oh my gosh. Yeah, they literally thought it'd be, um, because this is... Yeah, I guess they thought it would potentially maybe put it into a PG-13 film if they they had this whole film, they have this whole scene filmed between them, and it's, like, super gross. So they were like, oh. They had it. They had it. They, like, did it, and they, they, they cut it. They had it created. Yeah, they did it. They did it, and they cut it. Yeah, they were like, this is a little Don't creepy. Don't worry. So if you, if you need out. your weird, like, creepy fix like that, Aladdin, got you covered. That's why you yeah, should vote for Aladdin. On the creeps, because we've got you covered on the creeps. Um, so anyway, so no, I, I, like, here's the thing. I really enjoyed the movie. I, I was, uh, I was bummed that, like, I forgot, like, because at least the one I watched, like, Elton John doesn't actually sing the parts of the movie. I think he just sings it, like, in the credits or whatever. Like, they have the songs that are made by Elton John, but they are done, um, by someone else in the actual thing. So, um, but no, this is a, a banger of a film. Um, it was about an hour and a half long. Uh, it was 93% Rotten Tomatoes. As I mentioned, it's really great, and I think you should vote for it. I mean, both are great. I would not be mad if The Lion King won, that, which is not an excuse to just go ahead and vote for The Lion King. Vote with your heart, not because I yeah. said, but I, both are good. I won't. Be, well, Andy's going to be mad, but Lisa won't, so I'm going to vote for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Do what you want. Do what you want, guys. Yeah. Man, that was a good court case. So enjoy yeah. your, your fight. I mean, life. I know it was 17 episodes before we brought up a Disney film. Yes. Or at least, a dis- dis- uh, at least a Disney so. animated film. Yeah. So. I was going to say, because, uh, yeah, technically, um, so not technically, but uh, Rookie of the Year and Sandlot are both Right. Like right. Films. So if someone wants to be yeah. nitpicky, they can. But the proper Disney animated feature films. That's a 17 episodes. Yes. I'm, I'm a proud of us, Andy. We're, we're finally, and we finally oh, yeah. made it. Um, so anyways, guys, thank you guys so much for your patience the past couple of weeks. We appreciate it while we, um, got things together, while we waited for Lisa to stop living. There, her life. Hey, there was, I mean, I had um, to, I, I was surviving <laughs> straight surviving for like nine days. So yeah, I'm proud Me of you too. for making it. Me too. Very um, proud. I'm sure mm-hmm. everyone is. So, um, so Lisa, you want to take us out with where to find we us? We are on Facebook and Twitter at 90s court. Instagram at nineties dot court. I've got I've got hands tonight, man. Because these hands gotta these Keep hands going. these Keep hands the gotta go to do, 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 do audacity when we're done and then drop this shit for tomorrow morning, Monday. Woo 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 woo. Um you can like, subscribe. Ooh, is that right? Subscribe and re- rate and review. Those are the words I'm looking for. Rate review us yes, on Apple Podcasts or or, or Stitcher. Stitcher. Shit, just like it. Apparently you can on on like a on like a desktop. Just do, I don't know, but I, I, I can't do it. You know what? If you can. see our name anywhere and like they're open stars, just hit some stars. Just even like yeah. five would be great. No, no. Just five. Just, yeah, let's let's just make five. it clear. Five do would five. be great. If you don't, if you, don't if you do five, you made it we'll this far in this episode and you haven't rated or reviewed us, rated or reviewed us, you should probably just go five. Because you love us and we love you back. Um. So yeah, do that. Yes. Make us real happy, and we love you so much. And enjoy us on the Twitters, and mostly yes. Twitter. Because don't forget to vote, vote in our in polls. The polls. We're gonna have polls on 
Facebook and Twitter. So check us out and you can vote on who your favorite is. And we will tell everybody who the jury decided on next That's true. week. For sure. We can do that. So awesome. Um, well, thank you guys for a most excellent week. Yeah. And we will be back next week we with episode ooh, ooh, 18. 18. So anything else you'd like to add, Lisa? No, dog. It was a leave? great episode. Thanks for hanging, guys. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We're out of here. Good night, guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye.